Simply Financial with Christopher Calandra, Certified Financial Planner, is an innovative, comprehensive, informative, and cutting-edge podcast that discusses financial topics ranging from personal finance, economics, politics, and personal growth. Simply Financial will cover intriguing and thought-provoking questions so that the listener can simply increase their financial IQ. Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. This is Season 3, Episode number 43. Today I wanted to talk about how you can work smarter. This falls under the heading of being more efficient, being more productive, improved time management. But I wanted to share with you a few strategies that have helped me. I think these are things that contribute to the success we're having at Elliott Wealth Management Services as a business, helping attract and retain clients. So how could you work smarter? So the first thing I want to say, and this is going to be shocking, is to plan. I'm a certified financial planner, so you can't be surprised the first thing I bring up is under the heading of planning. But plan out your days and weeks in advance. We live in a fast-paced world. Most of us are juggling many priorities in the workplace as well as on the home front an attempt to live a balanced life uh, that incorporates all the different things that are important to us. And the risk is that things just happen to you because they're coming at you fast and furiously. But if you plan out your days and weeks in advance, I believe that is a great technique to help you be proactive in getting things that are important to you done and reduces the chances that you're much too reactive, meaning that things are simply happening to you day in and day out, and you're simply flying by the seat of your pants, um, dealing with just comes day in and day out. Much better to plan. Again, very surprising that a financial planner will talk about planning, but I think that is a really important first step in working smarter. Secondly, With this technology world we live in, it adds so much to our lives, but there is a negative underbelly to it. So in an effort to work smarter, and this is something that I have done successfully, is turn off your notifications for useless apps. So as an example, at work, my email doesn't uh, ping every time I get an email. I have that silenced because... Before I had done that, I might be working at my desk on some investment analytics or working on a client's retirement needs analysis, doing important work. And then my email would ping. And what would I do? What do we all do in today's world? I go to see what the email is. But more often than not, it was not an email that was more important than what I was doing in the moment at my desk. So then it becomes a distraction and it reduces my efficiency because then when I come back to my desk to whatever I was working on, I have to reorient myself. And with this constant pinging of the email, my work days would be far less efficient than once I silenced it and I have special times during the day I check my emails. I don't need to check my emails at work every five minutes. This is 
especially important when you look at my personal email. I really don't need to check my personal email regularly during the day when I'm working. When I'm working, I'm working, and when I'm not working, I want to be focused on whatever I'm doing when I'm not at the office. So turn off notifications. It's the same thing for Facebook, for texts. If I'm working on something important, I don't want to be distracted by a text. If I'm hanging out with my son or daughter or it's family time, it's dinner time. I don't have my phone at dinner and I don't want to have my phone at hand if a text comes in. It could wait. It definitely could wait. So I'm going to turn off notifications. Those pings are counterproductive. And if any of you have been in a conversation with someone, either in a business setting or a family or social setting of some sort, and you're interacting with somebody and they're constantly distracted by pings in their life where they need to grab their phone or glance at their computer, you know what I'm speaking about. So the second thing in an effort to work smarter, especially at work, turn off your notifications for useless apps, including email, text, Facebook, social media stuff. The third thing I wanted to talk about is investing in learning. In today's fast-paced, ever-changing world, especially on the business front, you have to invest in learning. We all need to stay up to date on where our job and industries are. You have to invest in learning. You need to be a lifelong learner and know your craft and stay up to date and that will prove very valuable because some of the things that are taking place in your industry, I know this is true in mine, new technology, new techniques, new product offerings, new insights into investor behavior. By observing and learning about these things, I can do my job better and serve my clients better in innumerable ways. So invest in learning. The fourth thing is do difficult tasks first. Uh, this thinking has been around forever and a day. But the idea is when you come into work in a particular day, you should do your more difficult tasks first. The vast majority of us are more engaged and sharper earlier in the day as the pressures and stresses of the day unfold. We tend to be less sharp, less efficient later in the day than we are in the morning. So it is a really good strategy to do your difficult tasks first. That is one of the many guidelines here at Elliott Wealth Management Services that we live by. All of us know that we ought to do our difficult tasks first and plan our days proactively with that in mind. I'll add one thing that has been really helpful to me over these last bunch of years is that I have a top 10 list. I have it right in front of me now and on the top 10 list was to record this podcast. Uh, but one of the very first things I do each business morning is I write a list down of the top 10 things that I need to do. These are the most important things in a given day. And the idea behind this is that if I just did these 10 things and got them checked off, 
and then I was called away from the office unexpectedly, I could still say that the day was successful and productive. I want to focus on the most important things. And each day, I check off the important to-dos. Now, a few things about this. You can't be rigid, especially in my business, when the markets may misbehave, clients may unexpectedly need something, we may get a referral, a client may walk in, you can't be rigid. So in some days, I may need to rewrite my to-do list because if I do my to-do list at 7.30 in the morning, by 9, 9.30, the complexion of my day may have changed and that's okay. I'll rewrite my list and I'll focus on what is now the most important 10 things I need to do. I'll also point out there are some days that we'll call power days where I'm simply on and things are clicking and I am super productive. In those days, I may rewrite my to-do list two or three times as I hammer through my important tasks. There are other days where some of the key tasks get gummed up for some reason. You may need somebody's help. You may run into an impasse and that's okay too. But what I do is this to-do list every day, and I think it has dramatically increased my efficiency and helped me tackle the most important things I should be doing day in and day out when working on behalf of my clients. So the fourth thing is do difficult tasks first, and I really like the write your key to-do list. For me, it's a top 10. The fifth thing I wanted to talk about is measuring results not time. And I think this is an evolution in American industry and thinking on this topic. I know as I've matured, I'm less interested when somebody says, oh, I worked 50 hours this week. That's not really the important thing, although I admire work ethic and I appreciate when somebody uh, puts time in on a worthy goal. But I'm more focused on what was accomplished during those 50 hours because if somebody worked 50 hours but they spent a lot of time gossiping by the water cooler and managing their fantasy football team and making sure Facebook is updated as to where they're going to lunch and what they're going to have at lunch, then that's not really a good reflection of what was used with the time. So in your personal life as well as in your business life, I would say focus on measuring your results and what gets accomplished and less about the time. Tying this in with the fourth thing I talked about, doing difficult tasks first and my to-do list. You know, there are times that I may get my key things done earlier in the day and maybe that means then I will head out of work early and maybe grab my son off the bus early Or maybe I'll uh, get to the gym earlier than I might otherwise have. Uh, I'm going to measure results, not time. And I think that is helpful in terms of working smarter because everyone, including me, there are time wasters in their day. And if you, especially on the business front, can reduce, mitigate the time wasters you have, that'll go a long way to you working smarter And then you could focus on measuring results more than measuring time. The last thing I wanted to mention, number six, is to write things down 
and don't rely on memory. It amazes me how many people say, um, I forgot something in the business world. And that is always going to happen. There's no way around it. But writing things down, taking notes, will really help on the memory front. And it is a great way to help you work smarter because it's much better to avoid a problem than to solve a problem. And writing things down, helping you keep track of tasks and things that are important is a key element of that. So you should write things down. Now, this could take many different forms. I know here at Elliott Wealth Management Services, it does take on several forms. Sometimes it might be a post-it. I know right at my desk today, I have a post-it on something that is a reminder for me today. Uh, But you could also leverage technology. We use a contact management system. We use Salesforce and we could assign tasks for ourselves as well as other team members. So then we're leveraging technology. I won't remember that I need to ask Lindy or Brittany or Paul or Joelle to uh, complete something on behalf of a client. I may not remember, but if I could put it in uh, Salesforce and assign it as a task, uh, then I have a high level of confidence that it's going to get done and will not get overlooked. Uh, It also goes back to the to-do list. Uh, If I think in the morning, oh boy, I got to remember to call so-and-so this afternoon, I'm going to write it down on my to-do list. So write things down. That's um, an old-fashioned term though. It's perfectly fine if you're using the notes section on your phone, which I do. I will also, and the team here teases me about this all the time, at 8.30 at night, I may say, oh my goodness, I really need to send an email on this. Uh, I may write that down. I may go pick up my briefcase and write that down and keep it in the notes section of my briefcase. Or I may call myself and leave a message or somebody else here on the team and it'll be something like, hey, uh, please remind me tomorrow I need to send an email on XYZ. So writing things down is a good way to do this, but you could also leverage technology by using... Uh, voicemail, contact management systems, email yourself reminders, but don't rely on your memory. Most of us have too many things going on between work and home front things to remember everything. So write things down, leverage technology to help you work smarter and be efficient. I appreciate you listening today. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on working smarter. And please understand, I haven't gotten it all figured out, but I think my team and I here at Elliott Wealth Management have really improved on this topic over the last three, four, five years that has led to our increased success. And we get wonderful feedback from our clients day in and day out about how we're able to help them. And some of these things we're talking about puts us in a position to be better financial advisors for our clients. Uh, at the uh, at the end of all the episodes, I ask and I will ask again, please, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. You can do it at iTunes, do it at the Elliott Wealth Management website. And of course, if you're not a client already, we'd love to talk to you. We'll do a complimentary consultation with you either in person or remotely 
So keep that in mind if you're listening and you haven't spoken to us yet. I'll be back with you on an upcoming episode of the Simply Financial Podcast very soon. Thank you. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of SagePoint Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note, the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies, websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with SagePoint Financial. Simply Financial is part of the Exvadio Podcast Network. You can find Exvadio podcasts at exvadio.com slash podcast, the Apple Podcasts app, iTunes Store, iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts. So join us and stay informed and entertained.